Hey everybody, welcome to the For Good podcast. My name is Jenna, and before I kind of get into what I hope this podcast will be about, I wanted to give you all a little context of just who I am and yeah, a little more background info about who you're hopefully listening to. As I said, my name is Jenna. I am 22 years old and I am a senior in college. So I'm in spring semester of senior year with truly only a couple months and a couple, truly a couple more weeks to go. Yeah. And we graduate, I think, one of the last days in April. So it's definitely coming up close as I'm recording now in February. And I'm currently living in a college house with four other girls, um, some of the best friends in the whole world, which I just feel so lucky and so blessed that they're part of my life and part of my college experience. And I'm going to get so much more into that later. Um, And I guess the other really big thing, the other really big part of my college experience is my major. So I came into college studying elementary education and special education and I thought I was going to be a teacher one day and kind of follow in my mom's footsteps and my sister's footsteps but as I just transitioned and like got further along in education classes and in my field placement oh not field placement my teacher aiding where like I went into a classroom for a couple hours every morning I think that's when I really realized that I loved the kids and I loved building relationships with them, getting to hear about their lives, all of those wonderful things. But I found like little to no enjoyment being the person in the front of the room teaching and talking. And I would honestly like sit in my car and kind of cry every morning before going in. And that was a pretty big confirmation that, you know, I was not, not really made to be a teacher. Um, So whenever I kind of had that panic and that realization was during my sophomore year of college, I couldn't help but think of social work. And I, one of my really good friends, Mallory, was a social work major and already graduated. Um, She graduated this past December. So she was the only social work major that I knew at the time. And I literally did not know a single thing about social work, but for some reason that kept popping into my head and it had even popped into my head earlier in the fall uh, when I was still in education and taking those classes. But for some reason, it just kept coming back into my mind and I wasn't sure why, but I was like, you know what, whether this is just a me thing or whether this is like a God thing, I feel like I have to, I owe it to myself to try and figure out what this is and you know I I don't know I just feel like I I owed it to myself to at least explore what that option was and why I kept why I kept thinking about it at least so I ended up sorry I'm already just going on such a big tangent and this is just the introduction so just bear (laughs) bear with me bear with the thoughts but I ended up meeting with one of the social work advisors and professors at my university and I just kind of was asking her what the profession is like, what the field is like. I just remember that conversation so vividly of her explaining how important human dignity and worth is, how important um, 
human relationships and empathy and just being present and being with people is in the profession and that's rooted in advocacy and social justice social justice and all these things and I remember hearing her just describe what it means to to be a social worker and to just be someone that wants to walk alongside people and meet them exactly where they're at and as she's explaining all of these things and you know maybe different attributes or or skills that would come into play um, as a social worker and as a social work major what the classes were like I remember feeling such a peace and it was almost as if all of my passions had come full circle and had come just like right in front of me sitting at that table with her in her office so that's the very very long long roundabout way of saying that I am studying social work and I'm absolutely loving it. I think like looking back on my education classes and like my university has a wonderful education program and I have a lot of friends that are still ed majors. I learned so much and appreciate so much of who they are and what they teach in those classes. And I would do the homework and like have always kind of prided myself on being a good student and always getting the work done. But it was such a crazy transition for me to go from my education class to a social work class. And I realized that I genuinely wanted to do the homework and was so interested and so passionate in my social work classes. And I didn't even know that you could feel that way about school because I feel like in high school, you're just taking all your core classes. You know, for me, I was taking chemistry, not because I was passionate, passionate about it at all, but it was just required. And you're kind of powering through and doing school because it's just what you're supposed to do. And yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but I, all that to say, I just think I would have tried really hard and given my best in whatever major I was in, I think. But when I finally switched to social work, I just had like such, just an appreciation for the fact that like I can learn and I can study things that I really care about and things that don't even feel, feel as much like work. Like, yes, I'm writing my 12 page papers, my 20 page papers for this major, but it doesn't feel like work because I genuinely want to learn about these things and I care about them so much. Hopefully that makes sense and I'm not trying to diss education or diss any other majors, but I just think for me like that was such a powerful switch Um, and honestly probably a powerful moment that I'll talk about in another episode that has kind of changed my life um, switching to social work. And I guess I'll talk more about social work in my internship and all those things probably in another episode. But it's kind of fun to think about my dream job and where I could see myself one day. So at this point, my current dream job would be to be a hospice social worker. So being part of an interdisciplinary team with doctors and a dietitian and a um, speech therapist, getting to join that team, and then as a social worker, being the person that is meeting with residents one-on-one at the end of their life and really just sitting there with them in whatever place they might be in 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 their stage of life at the end of their life. So maybe that looks like really processing through their life in review and talking through memories and talking through some good times, some bad times or regrets maybe. Um, it can look like, you know, really advocating for residents to get 
the most comfort possible um, at the end of their life. I think a lot from what I've learned is working with families. I think a lot of times tension can arise at the end of life and how do you kind of balance um, familial conflict and tensions I think maybe just at the core of hospice social work and why I'm drawn to that specifically is I just think there is there's so much power in getting to be with someone at the end of their life and I've had some experience with that with my internship right now but I truly think that it's so humbling and so such a sacred space to be welcomed into someone's life at that at that time and to like be one of the last people that they get to interact with um and how can we as social workers and how can we as people just offer space to two people and just offer our presence um as somewhat of a gift to people at the end of their life and how do we honor dignity and worth at the end of life because i just feel so strongly that it doesn't matter how old you are it doesn't matter at what point of your life that you're in but you don't lose your your inherent sense of worth and dignity as a person. And I think a lot of times older adults can just be pretty forgotten in society or just pretty marginalized. Um, Yeah, so I just am really passionate about how we can just love and serve people and honor people really well at the end of their life. Um, Some other things about me, just who I am, things I care about, things I enjoy. I love to run. I ran quite a few 5Ks and 10Ks. I ran a half marathon um, in October, which was really fun, except I had the worst hip pain of my life, so it wasn't actually that fun, Um, but I love to run. I love to bake. I went through a period where I think I baked banana bread for my housemates every week and for my, my coworkers this past summer, I think every week as well. Um... I love podcasts, listening to them, but I guess I hope that I would love making them too. I'm a big fan of sad music, so I love Taylor Swift, Lizzie McAlpine, Phoebe Bridgers. If you're a sad girl, you just know it's it's really just the holy trinity right there. And I even like sad music when I'm going on runs, which my friends make fun of me sometimes for, but just definitely love love sitting in sitting in my feelings and sitting in those sad, sad feelings and emotions as well. I love to host. I think it's so, so much fun to just welcome people into a space and to really try, try my best to curate a good experience and a good environment for people. No matter where I am, I think I just want to create a space where people feel welcome and people feel loved and like they can just be can just be fully and completely themselves when they're with me and just really so at peace so I think that kind of connects to hosting because I just love love the idea of welcoming people into my home and just getting to like pay attention to the small details and the ways that I could try and make them feel loved and cared for so a couple parties that I've hosted or my friends that I've hosted we did like a midnight's release party for taylor swift's album which was so much fun we did a powerpoint night which is not that creative i know everyone on tiktok has done that but did a powerpoint creating night with charcuterie we are planning a rat night (laughs) to watch 
ratatouille and have some some pasta together so those are just a couple ones that are kind of silly and seem maybe less serious but i still think it's super super fun to do that okay and then some other things i love i really am such a sucker for words of affirmation so i love and maybe that's why i want to do a podcast too because i just think words are so powerful and so beautiful and they can be strung together so well and oftentimes that's not me because i'm very much a stream of consciousness kind of person and i'll just say whatever is on my mind um but all that to say i have such an appreciation for the power of words and i love handwritten notes i just love like the power that our words have over people and the power that they can have for good and just for encouraging and edifying and uplifting people in so many ways and that's just like one of the number one ways that I think I give and receive love. So that's pretty important to me. I love nannying. I love being with kids. Um, as much as I said that I didn't want to be a teacher because I don't like being the person in the front of the room. I love the joy and the just the life and sense of, I don't even know, the sense of just like unapologetic unapologeticness that kids bring where they're just they're so fully themselves and so happy and I just do I just think that we have so much that we can learn from kids and so much that we can learn from them and like how their emotions work how their thoughts work how crucial our childhoods childhoods are in shaping the people that we are whether that be through attachment styles or personality types I just think that that it's really powerful to look at that. And I think getting to be a nanny and getting to be a babysitter and kind of be welcomed into someone's family and hopefully someone that is shaping um, those children's lives, I think is just a really big blessing. Okay. And then as for things just about me, more like personality wise, you could say, um, I think I'm someone that's pretty thoughtful, I would say not only just like always having thoughts in my brain, but I think, I think more times than not, I think about other people and care more about how they're doing and how they're feeling and how, how I can love them and make them feel good more than myself oftentimes. I have to say that I don't, (laughs) don't indulge in myself and yeah, you know what I mean. So thoughtful. I think I'm pretty silly which hopefully can come across on the podcast. Sometimes it takes some special people to bring it out. But I think I'm a pretty silly and goofy person. And I'm trying to trying to tap back more into how silly and just straight up weird I was as a child <laughs> um, in, in my more adult life, just because I think, I think I lost a little bit of that and growing up, and I think a lot of us do. Um, so I'd say silly. And then Last thing I'm going to say about myself, one of my friends wrote this on my birthday card, which was just so sweet, but she was like, we love our ever wistful and ever wise Jenna. And I don't think I'm that wise. I don't think I have any sort of book smart in the sense of like, I tell my friends that I, I don't think that my brain holds on to any facts. Like, if you tried to ask me if I could name the past eight presidents, I probably could not. And like, 
that's so bad. But because I don't have any facts in my brain, I just have a lot of thoughts and a lot of feelings and I just hold on to all of those things so tightly and so closely. Um, I think I'm pretty attentive to to moments and places and spaces where I just see a lot of beauty and I see a lot of tenderness. And I think I just hold those things so closely to me and and I'm always going to be the person that's crying out of my friends all the time and just really wanting to soak up every moment that I can um, and make it last forever. So that's what I'd say about that. Um, that's a little bit about me for the introduction, but I was thinking before I get into, you know, what I want to talk about in this podcast and why it's called For Good, I thought it would be fun at the beginning of every episode to share a high for my week, a low, and then to do one of the We're Not Really Strangers cards. So that's one of my favorite games um, because I'm always someone that's down to have a good conversation and always want to be talking with my friends and like getting to know them more and getting to know myself more. So I thought it would be kind of fun to pick one of those and talk about that every week too. as just a little little icebreaker for us before we get into whatever topic we talk about later um but for my high of the week I would say yesterday celebrating galentines with the girls was just such a high for the week so I was celebrating with my friends Mallory and Jamie and then Liesl stopped by for a little bit too before she was working on her homework and stuff um but we you know, decorated the whole table, had candles and flowers. We made chocolate covered strawberries. We made a cake and played our, played our good tunes and had pizza together and a baguette. And it just felt so wonderful to, to do that on a Tuesday in the middle of our week. Um, and just to like get to share time together and eat around the table. And then we ended up playing, we're not really strangers for a little bit too, and just chatting. And I think it just was super affirming into me that I think my friends just truly love me so well. And I think whenever we hang out, I'm just so reminded of how grateful and how lucky I feel that they're even a part of my life and that they would choose to want to be my friend all the time. Like it doesn't even feel real sometimes that they care about me enough to want to be my friend. And they do such a good job at showing up for me and checking in on me. So that was just like a really sweet moment that reminded me of how grateful I am for the life that I have and the friends that I hold dear to me. So that'd be my high for the week. My low, um, I think my low would be, I have to be at my internship at like 6am on Mondays and Tuesdays. So I really did not sleep very well on Sunday or on Monday and just felt pretty anxious, honestly, those nights. And I think it was just a little bit harder for me to kind of power through the day and to feel to feel like I was fully present and fully in it when I was at an internship, which I just felt kind of bad about. So that would probably be my low. And then for my, for the We're Not Really Strangers card of this week, it says, what would I never want to change about myself? Get specific. Hmm. Okay, I think I kind of already touched on this maybe a little bit with 
me being wistful. But I think something that I, I've learned to really appreciate about myself is that I think I do wear my heart on my sleeve. And if I'm feeling an emotion, if I'm feeling something, it, there is no way that I can hide it. <laughs> like, you will always be able to read read me and tell very obviously how I'm doing or how I'm feeling. And I used to think that was a bad thing because a lot of times if I if I feel like crying, if I feel really awful and really sad, then I will cry. And I don't feel like I don't always have like the power or the control over my emotions to not show them. It can be hard sometimes if, if I don't really want to be crying in front of a group of friends but I can't really control it and I can't really keep it in. I think that part feels hard and like not knowing how people are perceiving that always of just like I'm not trying to cry to get attention and I'm not trying to cry for any other like ulterior motive. So I used to just like feel really bad about that aspect of myself. But the more that I have just learned and grown, I think I really love that part about myself because it almost just feels like I can't I can't not be honest with my feelings where I'm at and how I'm doing with people. Um, and I'm a pretty open book, so I'm willing to like talk about things pretty readily with people um, and how I'm feeling. So I'm definitely super emotionative, super emotional, super sensitive. And I think I probably cry. I probably cry once a day. Yeah, definitely cry once a day, I would say. But it just feels like very genuine to me to just be pretty emotional, to feel things really intensely and really deeply. And I think I just feel things really deeply because I care about them really deeply. And I never want to be ashamed or feel bad that I care. So that's what I would say for that, I think. Okay, everybody, take a deep breath. <laughs> now that I've rambled and doing just the intro for 30 minutes, I'm going to talk about what, why a podcast and why the name for good. I think first I, a lot of times I can just deny my hobbies and say that I'm too busy and say that I just don't have time for the things that I care about and the things that I know I would enjoy and that also do bring me joy. Um, for example, like painting or writing poetry or doing journaling more, all of those things I love so much and they just bring me so much life and so much joy but I kind of just push them down and say like oh like I don't really have time for that I think for a long time that's kind of how I felt about making a podcast too it's just I just didn't think that I like I didn't give myself the time in my schedule and like didn't want to make the time for it but just thought that I was too busy and like yeah I don't know I just was kind of denying myself the time for it but I've been thinking about it for a while which feels like the most millennial or Gen Z thing to do to be like, mm, I made a podcast to talk about my feelings and how I've grown and who I am. But it's been a little bit of a passion project that I've been thinking about for a while. So it's not a totally brand new idea. And I guess like full and honest transparency going through a breakup right now. So I think actually following through and starting the podcast happened because of that and because I really want to invest my time and my energy and my and my attention into something else that I really care about. Um, I'm definitely not ready to like talk about that and talk about 
where I'm at with my processing. But I think just at least one thing is that I cared about him so much and like put a lot of time and effort and energy into that. And I also, and now that that's gone, I also want to not just like notice, notice the gaps and notice the spaces where like I would have been with him or would have been texting him. I want to notice those things and still feel them and still process them in the ways that I need to. But at the same time, I want to notice them and then pour that energy and pour that attention um, into something else that I really care about and really love. So that's just like full transparency and honesty that I also think that's where this came from. Um, But as far as the name and what I really hope for this podcast, I was toying around with a lot of ideas and I shared a couple with my friends and was just trying to, you know, kind of ponder like, what do I want this to be about? What's a good name, a good title for it? And not that I'm trying to become podcast famous because I'm definitely not. And I don't even know if anyone's going to listen to this, but I was like, I think the name matters of like, what, what's the meaning? What's the direction of this podcast? So a couple of the ideas that I toyed around with, um, the first one is linger I think I thought of that one in the sense of I always have have thoughts lingering in my brain, uh, always thinking about things. And I think the word linger itself to me just makes me think of people sitting around a table, having a conversation and not wanting that conversation to ever end, never wanting to go to bed or say goodbye or stop talking, but just like always wanting, always wanting there to be more time and more space to get to know people and to to dive deeper in into everything. So that's where I thought of with the word linger. The second idea I had was for it to be called the best of them. And I think I'm still going to integrate this a lot into for good, the idea that I did settle on. But I think this one, I just thought of how I really think one of the best, I think one of the coolest things about life is just that we're all kind of the product of of the people that we know and the people that we come to love and when we meet people and people that are different from us like I I don't know when we when we meet people I think we just pick up on the little things that we love about them and the little things that they teach us and the ways that they're different from us and then we take that on and that becomes a little part of ourselves I love the idea that we just take the best parts of people and that becomes true to who we are and I would hope that people also take the best best parts of me and then carry that with them as they go throughout life. So that's that one. And then the idea of for good and what I actually settled on. One of my favorite things about life is just getting to connect with other people and the beauty and power just of our humanity. When I was thinking of the name for good, I thought about one of the questions on the Enneagram that says, personal relationships are by far the most important thing in my life. And I think this is absolutely 100% true for me. I think that's one of the most beautiful things about life is just getting to know people and getting to know their stories and their lives and why they act the way that they do and what shaped them into the people that they are now and how like I really am just the product of all the people that I've known all the places and thoughts that I have they've all just like shaped me so much into who I am 
and this shaped me for good. So I guess I really just hope that this podcast can be a place to dwell on those things, the people, the places, the thoughts that have really shaped me for the better and to just dwell on those and take our time to to give them the attention that they deserve. So that is, that hopefully explains a little bit about the name for good. Um, but to kind of conclude, I wanted to share a little bit of like how I'm envisioning episodes going because, you know, this is just kind of a weird conglomeration of an introduction and my thoughts and me going on five tangents already, but a breakdown of how I envision future episodes to go. I, I'd love to start, like I mentioned, by doing a high, a low from the week, and then one of the We're Not Really Strangers questions. And then some episodes I think may just be me and my thoughts. Um, could be me just commenting on things I've been thinking about the past week, maybe an interaction that I had, something I read about, and just kind of sharing my own thoughts um, just with you guys. But then for lots of episodes, I'm really hoping that those can be with some of my dearest friends, um, my housemates, with professors, mentors, peers, family members, maybe, I don't know, truly anyone um, thinking about just what they've taught me and the ways that they've changed my life. Hopefully by having a conversation with the people that I love so much, I can capture just a glimpse of of who they are and how much they mean to me. I think so many times I've had conversations with my friends and I just kind of want to bottle them up forever and just like sit on that feeling and sit on like how rich and tangible just the power and the goodness and the beauty there is in those conversations. And I really want to share those with with the world too. So I'd love for this podcast to be a place kind of a diary of what my life looks like right now because I think I hope would love to look back on this even if no one else listens I'd love to look back just to see where I was at and what I was thinking and what I was dwelling on and pondering on because I think that's also like that's also such a big part of of this is like change and growth and how how can we learn more about others and learn from them and take their lessons and take their wisdom with us so we can grow and we can be better but also just looking looking internally and looking at ourselves I want to be able to look back and see the ways that I've grown personally and the ways that like what once seemed so big and so important or so stressful even at a time like how hopefully how helpful it can be to look back on ourselves and to be proud of the ways that we've grown and changed so much so all that to say, I hope I can try and capture the beauty of some of these moments of how sacred and tender and special they feel to me. So, so tangibly good um, and that they might change you for good too. So I think after, after all of that, that's kind of all I have for this first episode, but Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.